a CEO means uh, I don't have to answer to anyone else. Uh, I don't have to work when I don't want to work. I do work hard when I'm working. I'm all, it also means, uh, we talked about gratitude. I am so grateful for the talent I've been given. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Alan Klein of alankline.com. Alan, it's great to have you back on the show. It's so fabulous to be here again. Thank you. Definitely. The pleasure is all ours again. And uh, if you remember the podcast, we'll definitely have in the show notes. Alan does a lot of phenomenal work. And before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more so you can hear even more about what he, what it is that he's doing. And Alan is an award-winning author and speaker who shows audiences worldwide how to use humor and positivity to deal with life's not-so-funny stuff. He's a recipient of, the, of a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Association for Applied Therapeutic Humor, as well as a Toastmasters Communicator and Leadership Award. In addition, he is also a TEDx speaker, uh, TEDx presenter on attention and the author of over 30 books, including The Healing Power of Humor, You Can't Ruin My Day, and Embracing Life After Loss. Today, he is going to talk about his most recently published book, The Awe Factor, and why a little bit of wonder can make a big difference in your life. Alan, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm ready as ever. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I want to hear a little bit more on how you guys started. Could you shake us through all the awesome work that you're doing and what led you to kind of get started with your your next your most recently released book? Yeah, well, it all it all started, I guess, um, right before my first book. Uh, my wife passed away when she was 34. She had a great sense of humor, and I realized how it helped me and her and her friends how the humor, even just for a moment, helped us rise above the situation and get a little reprieve. And so I gave up a business I had, went back to school after she died to learn about therapeutic humor because Norman Cousins was talking about how it helped him um, get over a rare uh, disease. And so I just uh, went back to school, got a master's degree in therapeutic humor, wrote my first book, The Healing Power of Humor, started to teach people about it, keynotes and workshops. And suddenly I was at the right place at the right time. People wanted to know more about it. And uh, over the years, I realized humor was kind of in a positive psychology category. And it was just one element. And so I started investigating other positive, how to help people get more positive things in their life. And so I wrote, I think you mentioned some of the books. Um, one is Embracing Life After Loss, which is about uh, a guide through going through loss, a gentle guide, because when my wife died, there were all of these very major two, 300 page books about grief telling me how bad I would feel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I thought, I'm already feeling bad. I don't need those books. So mm -hmm. I wrote one that's more uplifting and inspirational. Um, I also wrote, You Can't Ruin My Day, because I realized that we often give our power away to other people or other things. 
And so I wrote a book about that um, and several others. And the current one is the awe, A-W-E factor. And the reason I wrote that is I started to look back in my life as I'm getting up in years. And I realized there were so many, what I call magic moments, incredible uh, awe moments that I'm sure a lot of people have, and they probably don't, you know, call it all or realize how incredible it is. And so I wanted to make people more aware of that. So I have some incredible stories from my own life and people I interviewed. I have some of the new scientific research. And then I have a section on how people could get more awe in their life. So that in about 150 words, uh, Gresham is <laughs> uh, who I am, what I am, what I'm currently up to. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you for, you know, telling your story and, and, and letting us know. Sorry, of course, you know, to hear about your wife, but um, I, I appreciate you for um, not just, you know, finding something for yourself, but finding something that can help out so many other people. Because I think when you go through difficult things, um, you sometimes don't know. Um, or feel as if there is other people that are potentially going through the same things and how to exactly heal yourself. So I appreciate you for, for doing that. And of course, kind of creating um, an opportunity for people to learn more and how to get better and how to use laughter as a way to, to, to see um, life in a different light, it sounds like. Right, exactly. Yeah, because you know, there's, well, particularly now there's COVID, there's mm -hmm. uh, inauguration, you know, that's happened or coming up. Uh, depending when people are listening to this, I guess, or when it's uh, going to be on the air. But, um, you know, there's always going to be difficult stuff to get through in our life. If you're alive, that's part of living. But what I want to share is that people can put some of that in the background and um, look for the brighter, the lighter side of life. Because if you can find that, why, you know, why are you living? And I know people that think about suicide, they cannot find that lighter side of life. So, um, you know, they're often depressed and, and everything is negative. So I just try to help people find the, all the positive, the lightest stuff around them. And I can guarantee we all have it. There's all the negative, but there's all the positive too. And so the awe factor, the brand new book, I think is another step in helping people find those little uplifting, inspirational things in their life, in spite of what's happening in the not so great stuff. So that that's the main focus of the book and, and why I do this. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you for, for doing that, Alan. And, and like you said, you know, there's so many things that are kind of going on. And I think especially, you know, with COVID and, and so many things happening, people, you know, not being able to have their regular action, so to speak. Um, there's been a lot of people that have, you know, dealt with depression, dealt with frustration, dealt with, you know, so many things. Um, and to be able to find, um, I don't know if you, you would say the silver lining or find those all you know, experiences that they can lean on it is, is definitely something that's huge. So I love that you created this. And, and um, I think it's something that's very timely. And I heard you mention something, and I want to ask you a little bit more about that. You said that um, a lot of times people, you know, don't recognize the all factors or the all things in their life. Is there some reason behind that, that you kind of talk about in your book? Well, I think, you know, there's so much negative stuff and people mm -hmm. focus on that or if they complain a lot, you know, it's something they can hang on to. <laughs> Where yeah. if they have nothing to complain about, it's like they don't have a life. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
but but I just want to touch, you know, because it's not just I'm not just throwing out stuff that is in my head. This is the scientific research here. Uh, happiness has been studied for many years. Awe is maybe only in the last eight, 10 years that it's been studied, but a fairly recent uh, scientific research came out and this, this is with seniors. And seniors talk about depression. Seniors are often depressed. They're often anxious. And so this study took some seniors every day, 15 minutes, took them on a walk for eight different weeks. So eight times once a week, 15 minute walk. And you know, purposely in, in, with intention, and you mentioned my TEDx talks on intention, this kind of goes along with it, but they asked them when they go on the walk to find something that they find wonder or awe in, whether it was nature or whether it was a building or something they saw in the sky or whatever it was. So every day, or, or I guess once a week actually, they for eight weeks, they um, found something that they found awesome. And then they had another group that they just took out walking that they didn't give that direction to. And after eight weeks, they gave them some tests and they found the people that found the awe were less depressed and less anxious. So this is not just something I'm saying, this is scientific research. And we don't have to be old to do that. You can go out you know, on your morning jog or you're walking your dog and consciously think, I'm gonna find something that really lights me up, that really, that really kind of is awesome for me. And, and you're, you're helping your body. You're, you're going to be less depressed when you find things like that, less anxious. And so uh, would you consider that to be what I call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to not just see that, but also to, I think, communicate that through your books and all the different kind of publications and ways on how people can kind of leverage humor and leverage, you know, appearing and looking at the awesome into their lives? Yeah, I don't know if it's my secret sauce because... Gresham, I'm human and sometimes mm -hmm. I forget right. uh, too, but I do, my mom was a very positive person. My dad was very negative. Mm -hmm. And so I realized later in life, um, my mom had a much better time than my dad. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how do I want to treat life? How do I want to see things? And so I just kind of gravitated towards her teaching uh, rather than my dad's teaching. My, my dad, the glass was always half empty, mm. you know, and I thought, so I tried to look for the positive. Um, right before we were chatting, I told you I had an eye operation this mm. week. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, at first I was very nervous about it, but then I kind of calmed down and thought, you know, look, look how it's going to help me uh, mm. after it's over. And it may be a little difficult, you know, to heal and stuff, but when it's over, I'll be so much better off. And um, so I kept looking at that. But what amazed me was during the operation, I, you know, I was getting uh, anesthesia and a couple of really strange things that I laughed. I told the surgeon and she laughed about it too. But I heard, I heard all the people operating on me uh, uh, chatting. I heard their voice. I heard the words. But I had no idea what the words meant. <laughs> <laughs> It was like it was a foreign language. <laughs> and it, it was kind of really amusing, even while under anesthesia, it was kind of amusing to me. It's like, right. 
what are they saying? <laughs> right. And then the, the visuals I was having, it was as if I was a, a small little person and surrounding me, I was on a miniature Lego set. And all the buildings were really small, all made out of Legos. And it was either theater, the back of theaters or the back of department stores in this alleyway kind of. And they were loading things into the store, taking it off the truck and loading it into the warehouse or the theater or the store. And again, when I came out of the anesthesia, I just started chuckling because it was like a little child's image, you know, mm -hmm. like a child's movie of Lego. I I'm definitely appreciate that. And, and so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Certainly, that's why I did the TEDx talk in putting my intention out. Mm -hmm. But the other part of that is putting my intention in the world. And I think this is a big part that people don't realize. Once you put it out, again, if you struggle too much to try to get that, it doesn't happen. So you need to put it out in the world, work towards it, do what you need to do to make it happen, and then just give it up. And so would you consider that to be like kind of maybe even your nugget is, is that that ability to to just, as you said, you know, so well, along with the hack is to be able to to put things out there, have intentionality and in what it is that you're doing and, and, and good things will, will come up. Would you be that? Would you consider that to be like your advice? Or oh, yeah, in fact, you just reminded me I have an affirmation. I totally believe words are powerful and can help mm -hmm. us get what we want. So I have an affirmation I use a lot. I probably used it at that time to get the apartment. And that is the world treats me as royalty wherever I go. Mm. <laughs> yeah. you know? And if it doesn't work, if they don't treat me like royalty, what have I lost? You know, not much, but often, often they do. I, I don't know. A friend of mine says, oh, you're, you're, you're special. I said, no, I'm not special. I just uh, put out energy that I will, you know, try to put out good energy and, Whatever we put out comes back to us. I totally believe that. So, um, you know, anything you want in, in this world, try giving some of that away or putting out that energy and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate that. And, and so I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question. So I'll roll out the red carpet and you can put on the crown. Um, my absolute favorite question is what does being a CEO mean to you? So Alan, what does being a CEO mean to you? Well, since I work for myself, <laughs> A CEO means um, I don't have to answer to anyone else. Uh, I don't have to work when I don't want to work. I do work hard when I'm working. I'm all, it also means, uh, we talked about gratitude. I am so grateful for the talent I've been given. And um, so I, I just want to share that talent with other people to help other people that maybe don't have that talent or can't see some of the things that I see uh, because of the talent I've been given. So that's, that's a CEO to me, to, to share what you know and uh, with the world. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm a big believer in that we're all kind of given gifts and those gifts are not for us to hold on to, but for us to give to the world. So I definitely, you know, appreciate, you know, that definition. I appreciate you all, all also living, you know, and breathing that definition as well, too, and helping out so many other people. And, and, and I appreciate your time as well. And what I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, get a copy of all your books and, and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. 
Thank you. So yeah, people can get me at www.alankline.com or go to Amazon and see all of my books. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again, Alan. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well for the last episode you were on 101. Thank you so much again, Alan. I look forward to having you back again when the next book comes out and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.